0: Welcome to a Podcast of the Universe mini-sode. Let me introduce your host, Steve, as he has a half-assed show for you. Welcome back. I am Steve, your host, and this is Podcast of the Universe. And this is the first mini-sode. Now, I'm alone today, so Hats uh, was not scheduled to be here. So I just had an idea that I wanted to do a quick little episode uh, so I didn't bother getting him to come over but we should be fine I think we can handle this so before I touch on the actual news story I wanted to give a little background and this is concerning the North Sentinel Island a bit of background on the island it's located in the Bay of Bengal it's home to the Sentinelese who violently reject any contact with the outside world and they are among the last uh, uncontacted people to remain virtually untouched by modern civilization Indian authorities recognize the islanders' desire to be left alone and restrict their role to remote monitoring. They do not prosecute them for killing non-Sentinelese people, and the island is in effect a sovereign area under Indian protection. It is believed that there are from anywhere from 50 to 200 people living on the island, and that they have survived major storms and tsunamis throughout the years, and are possibly the last isolated pre-Neolithic tribe in the world today. So to date, an 1880 expedition was the only record of outsiders making it, not only onto the island, but into the forest on the island, and returning alive. Uh, They did bring people from the tribe off the island. Uh, They took an older couple and a few children. Uh, The elderly couple um, died, likely due to um, an unprepared immune system. The children Uh, were alive as long as they were uh, in their company Uh, they returned them to the island and the few expeditions that followed either never made contact or never disembarked as they were greeted with a hail of stone tipped arrows and spears a hundred years later they would however receive an upgrade that would bring them out of the stone age In August of 1981, a cargo ship named Primrose ran aground near North Sentinel. As the ship wasn't in an immediate danger of sinking, the captain just radioed for help and settled in waiting for rescue, knowing it would be a few days. Days went by without issue, and then one day, a group of men emerged from the island's thick forest, and as the group approached towards the freighter, freighter, Joy quickly turned into horror as it became evident that they were not a rescue party or even friendly. It was a group of 50 naked men armed with wooden spears, bows, and arrows. Luckily, the rough waters that ran the ship aground also made it impossible for the islanders to make it onto the ship, especially since they did not have oars. Now, the little that I looked into this, they had sticks that they would push in the bottom of the seafloor to maneuver their boat. Uh, So because they did not have oars, they couldn't couldn't approach and control a boat uh, to get on. The standoff went on for a few days until the weather permitted uh, a helicopter to um, successfully airlift the crew. The ship with the cargo remained, and it's actually still here to this day, and it's still visible on Google Maps. In 1996, the Indian government decided that any attempt to make contact with the inhabitants of the island made little sense, and they abandoned any, uh, any projects they had uh, trying to um, communicate with the tribe. Uh, a few encounters with the Sentinelese, which took place after Primrose's final voyage, um, showed a marked improvement in their weapon making. Instead of stone, the tips of spears and, and arrows were now made out of metal. The most likely explanation for this is the, uh, the islanders eventually made their way to the ship and were able to scavenge uh, steel for use in their tools and weapons. However, the future is uncertain for the anthropologist who would be an explorer. In 2005 the Delhi government declared the entire island and surrounding waters extending three miles from its shores to be an exclusion zone. The intention is to preserve the culture of the people and protect them from pathogens uh, which they may not be able to fight off resulting in their extinction. For now the sentinelese people will be left to the isolation they have vigorously defended over many centuries, aided by newly forged steel-tipped weapons and a thick forest that prevents any intelligence gathering from the air. Rightly called the most remote corner of the earth, even the language of the islanders will remain unknown to outsiders. The North Sentinelese made headlines in 2006 when they had killed two men who were illegally fishing near their shore. The fishermen had anchored at night and went to sleep. When the sun rose, another boat of fishermen saw that that boat was drifting towards the island. Likely the anchor had come loose. And they yelled and screamed, trying to get the attention of the fishermen. The fishermen did not react and were still asleep, likely because they had been drinking the night before. And when the fishermen were close enough to the island that the sentinels could reach them uh, in the shallow parts of the of the shoreline, The Sentinelese immediately went out, attacked, and killed the men. The Indian Coast Guard did make an attempt to retrieve the bodies by helicopter, but tribe members came out shooting arrows at the helicopter, and the spinning of the propellers did expose bodies in a shallow grave, which disproved stories by locals saying that the fishermen had been cannibalized. They suspended their efforts to retrieve the bodies as they did not want to have conflict with the islanders, and to this day... They have not attempted to retrieve the bodies. This brings us to this week's news story. This week news broke that the North Sentinelese had killed a 27-year-old American named John Allen Chow. They killed him with arrows when he went to their island last week. Police said the Chow had paid 25,000 rupees, which was 354 American dollars, to six local fishermen to take him to North Sentinel. Media reports suggested that he wanted to introduce the islanders to Christianity. Chow had tried to contact the tribe members and managed to reach the island the day before he was killed. He tried to offer gifts of fish and had a football, he wrote in his diary. This is taken from his diary. I heard the whoops and shouts from the hunt. I made sure to stay out of arrow range, but unfortunately that meant I was also out of good hearing range. So I got a little closer as they yelled at me. I tried to parrot the words back at them. They burst out laughing most of the time, so they were probably saying bad words or insulting me. I hollered, My name is John. I love you, and Jesus loves you. I regret I began to panic slightly as I saw them stirring arrows in their bows. I picked up the fish and threw it towards them. They kept coming. I paddled like I had never... <clears throat> sorry, I had paddled like I had never have in my life back to the boat. I felt some fear, but mainly was disappointed they didn't accept me right away. He wrote a kid, probably about 10, fired an arrow that struck his Bible. He wrote that night, Well, I've been shot by the Sentinelese. Before another attempt, he wrote another letter to his parents. You guys might think I'm crazy in all this, but I think it's worth it to declare Jesus to these people. Please do not be angry at them or God if I get killed. Rather, please live your lives in obedience to whatever he has called you to, and I'll see you when you pass through the veil. This is not a pointless thing. The eternal lives of this tribe is at hand, and I can't wait to see them around the throne of God, worshiping in their own language, as Revelations 7, 9 through 10 states. He signed off the letter saying, Soli De gloria, which translates to glory to God alone. He also wrote a letter to God. If you-if you want me to get actually shot or even killed with an arrow, then so be it. I could think-I think I could be more useful alive, though. I don't want to die. Would it be wiser to leave and let someone else continue? No, I don't think so. I still could make it back to the U.S. somehow, as it almost seems like certain death to stay here. He gave the diary and letter to the fisherman and headed back to the island in a kayak. The next morning, the fishermen saw a body being buried at the shore, which from the silhouette of the body, clothing, and circumstances appeared to be the body of John Allen Cho. Seven people, including the five fishermen, have been arrested for helping Chow reach the island. Indian authorities are making plans to attempt to retrieve the body. And his family has posted this on Instagram. So here is the post that his family has put up on Instagram. You can find his Instagram, Instagram account at John A. Chow, J-O-H-N-A-C-H-A-U. So here is the family statement. We recently learned from an unconfirmed report that John Allen Chow was reported killed in India while reaching out to members of the Sentinelese tribe in the Adaman Islands. Words cannot express the sadness we have experienced about this report. He was a beloved son, brother, uncle, and best friend to us. To others, he was a Christian missionary, a wilderness EMT, an international soccer coach, and a mountaineer. He loved God, life, helping those in need, and had nothing but love for the Senegalese people. We forgive those reportedly responsible for his death. We also ask for the release of those friends he had in the Adamant Islands. He ventured out on his own free will, and his local contacts need not be persecuted for his own actions. As a family, we ask you for your understanding and respect for him and us during this time. Thank you, the Chow family. So that will conclude our first mini-sode. I still don't have a topic for the next episode, but I'll work on that. I should have something nailed down by Tuesday, and I'll start research on that. I'd like to keep it fresh and not have like two weeks in a row with, you know, say, a cryptid or two weeks in a row of murder. Um, I mean, we'll definitely have more murder episodes and more cryptid episodes. I just want to have them alternate. So I'm undecided on a topic for next time, uh, but I'd like something a little a little fun, but we'll see. That's something I can work out off air. So this wasn't a fun story, but I like the uh, the idea of doing a quick little episode under fifteen minutes. Uh, so I think that'll that'll work well for me. So I'm going to get along with my day. I'm still recovering uh, rather well though from my wisdom tooth uh, being pulled yesterday. Um, I haven't ripped it open yet. Uh, where the first time I had it done uh, I cut it open a couple times but I haven't bled at all today so that's good Uh, I do have a headache and I'm a little sore and tender but I haven't taken any Tylenol 3 or Motrin today Uh, I did self-medicate last evening with a little bit of oil a couple drops under the tongue and I felt really really good so I'm gonna go make the most of my weekend I hope you guys do too Thank you for listening. Find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Po2. and as always, be the change you want to see in the world.